0: Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation. Manning back, punching fire to the far side, it's intercepted, and running into the touchdown. Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage.
1: Daniel, has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side and he's going down,
0: that's a sack. Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B.
1: Welcome back to IDP Nation. I'm Hollywood. I'm joined by Sean T. What's going on, Sean? So good man. How are you? Hey, pretty good. It's 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 so hot. It's hot. It is very it's, hot. It like I told you earlier, it's sweaty ball season. It's yep. Nut soup it. is upon us. Ugh. I don't like it. The it's inventor of the air
0: conditioner was a genius. Yeah. He he has our utmost gratitude and always will.
1: Absolutely. So what you been into, man? What you been writing? What you been working on?
0: I have been slacking. I haven't done much.
1: And there you have it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a wrap. That's the show,
0: guys.
1: (laughs) Uh, No, I think you put out something for me, right? Didn't I put? Or I put out something for you? Is what I meant to say. Since our last
0: oh, yeah, yeah. episode. Yeah, we had a uh, uh, another hidden gem or two, I think.
1: Yeah. Might have been two, yeah.
0: Was it uh David Ojabo and uh Michael Hoyt?
1: Yep, that's the two.
0: Go check those out on IDPnation.com. Yeah,
1: pretty interesting, uh, read. I liked it. Made me look at it a little different, except for Ojabo, because I was already you know, in on him. I had five. Like, Dude, I've got so much David Ajabo stashed on my freaking taxi squads. Yeah. It
0: ain't even funny. I've, and people uh,
1: basically gave him to me last year in the draft.
0: You tried to draft him
1: because of- he was hurt? No, they yeah. just kept letting him. And it was like sixth, seventh round, I'd get him. And two or three leagues up Maybe just two. Anyway, two of them, I picked him up off of waiver wire, and he didn't even get drafted in rookie draft.
0: I've been doing a few <laughs> best balls that are real deep. IDP and all, and he's going super late in those.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, just completely overlooked.
1: Yeah. I can see the reason why, though. I mean, he's what missed a whole year because of the injury. So you, I guess you kind of want to see is he really back? So I kind of get it, but man, for me, getting him that later free in an IDP league that scores. Pretty darn good for edges, you know. That's uh
0: Oh yeah, big plays. It's
1: like an extra draft pick this year is what it was. Right I picked last year. It's like I'll pick this year, but it's gonna be on next year's draft. It's like a red shirt season, you know, just Yeah,
0: that's what the Ravens did. They did the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: They said, you're good enough to to take in the second, high in the second, and we'll sit you.
1: You know, they're quietly getting scary again on that defense.
0: Do do they ever miss in a draft?
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, this defense is. People say what they want. I still kind of like Patrick Queen if he can do what he did last year. Hey,
0: I'm as okay long with as that. he's the number two guy and not the main guy,
1: right?
0: He shines. But you
1: you kind of see a a thing of um, Roquan, him, and. Um, Patrick Queen, you know, yeah, and um, the other guy, the rookie, oh, um, yeah, Trenton Simpson. So, there's your three inside guys, right? And you can kind of move them how you want, rotate them how you want, and then you got Ojabo and whoever the other edge rusher is. So, but the, and then uh, they got Kyle Hamilton. So they're quietly, they're not there yet. But if these keep trending up and they're this young, in a couple of years they could be. I think dangerous. I think they're just scary dangerous.
0: I guess it'll be Owe on the other side.
1: Yeah, Odafie, Owe, yeah. Yeah, Tyson
0: um, he's still just sitting there. I but think he's Ty Tyson, he would, Bowser,
1: would probably be the other starter, I think, right now. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that was just a kind of a thought on that, but we'll just jump into the news and notes here. Chris Jones for the Kansas City Chiefs didn't report to camp and begins his holdout. So, you know, the last that was reported was the negotiations were really far apart. So, not looking good early for him. It's it's you know there's plenty of time they can still do something, but no panic yeah. yet. But
0: he wants thirty million a year, yeah. which which would put him as the second-highest defensive tackle. Right now, he's sitting at behind. eight.
1: So he'd be behind Donald, I think it is, right? Right.
0: In between, in between Donald and uh, Quentin Williams.
1: Okay, okay. So, yeah, that's see, that's kind of a tough sale, man. I mean, you're already sitting second. What are you going to do? I mean, everybody wants to be number one, but realistically, if you're getting paid the second most.
0: Well, no, no. He, right now, he's at eighth. He wants to be at least second. So if you yeah, saying. if you're there. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I mean the guys yeah, in front of him are, are pretty stout.
1: Yeah, that'd you, be
0: Would you give him 30 million? A year? Yeah. He's what 29, 30?
1: Twenty nine. Uh, and he's in between who? Donald and Williams.
0: That's where he wants to be.
1: That's where he wants to be. And you said he was eighth. So he's yeah. jumping six spots.
0: What's he currently right making now, now? Twenty million. So he's on like a ten million dollar
1: jump. Yeah. No, I don't think I would. I'm not saying he's not worth it, but I don't think I would pay that for him. why not well i just think i'd be able to with the drafts right i think i would be be able to draft defensive tackles enough to replace him if i had to plus you know. never know who's a free agent their self. might be somebody better you could bring in
0: well, that's true but he is kind of the cornerstone of that defense
1: he is. 25, I would probably do. I don't think I would do a full 30. He's going to have to meet him somewhere in the middle, I would think. Right. I don't know where 25 would put him right off. but
0: That would still put him in second.
1: So, yeah. See? I'd be like, look, dude. 30 or 25, you're still going to be in second place. Right. Help, help us out we will make you the second highest paid defensive tackle and help us out by giving us a little of that back right here. So there you 25 go. 25 a year. It's a deal. 30 years old. <laughs> right?
0: I'm signing. I mean, like it. I said, yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> I won't <would> do that. <laughs> um, Safety Budabaker of the Cardinals is expected to report to camp despite his contract negotiations. And I think I actually saw uh, something today that uh, tweet maybe that he he was at camp. So, um, just have to watch it, see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, so, the Packers,
0: oh, yesterday, yeah, yesterday they tweeted Buddha was there and he was 100% on the defense doing everything. So, I mean, he's he's not just there sitting on his ass doing nothing. He, he is fully in there practicing. Yep.
1: Yep. Um, the Packers place uh, Edge Rashawn and Gary on the pup list. The organization has until teams have to start cutting players down, or he'll they'll have to remove him or he'll miss the first four weeks of the season. So um talk is that's just kind of like a precautionary, right? You know, yeah. They're expecting him to be there week one, but you know, if something happens between now and then, they've got, you know, a little leeway, so I get that. But, man, they, they need him healthy and on the field. I know that. Oof.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is a uh, difference maker when he is out there. I I would bring him on slowly since he's had issues in the past, injury-wise. Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely be cautious bringing him back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it goes, though. Um, free agent Marcus Peters, cornerback, signed with the Las Vegas Raiders the other day. I think this is a really good pick. For, I think this is good for both of them, right? Yeah. I mean, the Raiders need a corner. and
0: He needed a team. <laughs> he
1: needed a team, yeah, but he's probably, you know, of the veterans, he's probably the best. I mean, you might find some younger guys that will challenge you, you know, overall because they're young. You can still do something with them. but And we know what Marcus Peters is, right? He's a ball hawk. That's what, that's what he's after. You know, interceptions for return yards and touchdowns. So I play yeah, a lot of leagues where those too. are very valuable. So, you know, he's a – you know, most people will stream corners, but he's one I always target because you can usually get him – dirt cheap or free, right? And you're going to get a player that's going to just dominate for you in IDP leagues.
0: Yeah, with pass breakups, interceptions, return yards, it makes up for that lack of, you know, tackle production.
1: Exactly. Um... The Jacksonville, I don't know. Skip one. Free agent linebacker Kyle Van Noy is visiting the Baltimore Ravens this week. I've not seen since I put this in if he had signed with them. I don't think he has. Um, but that's kind of an interesting landing spot, I would think, in Baltimore because he's going to play the outside guy, an outside linebacker.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's been kind of their thing the last few years, bringing in guys like Justin Houston and Jason Pierre-Paul last year.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, bringing in that old guy just to, I guess, shore it up, more or less, and then uh, blast off some of no, He's not a bad player. No, he's a better NFL player than a fantasy player, though.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Like He's, he's yeah, never you know. been a uh, huge stat guy, but he's... He's a solid NFL player for I can sure.
1: remember him playing at BYU. But, yeah, he's uh just trying to find it here. Oh, yeah, here it is. So, last year was just kind of youth, right, because his tackles fell way off from 66 to 46. But it's been his sacks,
0: right? Yeah, he's usually good for him. In handful. the last
1: four years, he's got uh, 22 and a half. So that's pretty good, and that's crossing New England, Miami, back to New England, and then the Chargers. So if you don't get the the pass rush production out of him, but in you know his numbers are going to really suck. But maybe right. in Baltimore, that's a good fit, right? Maybe he beat that away and they put him and Ojabo in there, or you know whatever. If Ojabo's still not ready, then you got a way in him. So I kind of like the fit, especially with those middle guys, right?
0: Yeah. Yep, and then his ability to uh, force some fumbles and recover those fumbles. No, oh, yeah. Especially late in the game. I'm in mean, a tight game. So I'm, I imagine the Ravens are going to be in quite a few in the AFC North there.
1: Oh, yeah. Exactly.
0: So, yeah, if you get a guy that can get you some turnovers like that and not cost you an arm and a leg to do it, yeah, sign him.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, you could probably get him at a really good deal right now, right? So, oh,
0: I would think so. 32 so years yeah, old. I mean, yeah, his
1: best are yeah. behind him. But. <laughs> right, but he can still give you some value. Exactly. Still help your team. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars are signing veteran Dwayne Smoot to a one-year deal. That's where he's played, I think, his whole career. Um, He's not been a huge player, right? I mean, fantasy wise, probably, but he's been solid, right? Six. I mean, if you start from last year, five, six, five and a half, six. That's been his sack totals. And he's been playing, you know, a little more each year, getting a few more reps doesn't get a lot of tackles but he I mean he's kind of a pass for a specialist right so um and he's one that I kind of own in a lot of leagues just because he's dirt cheap right maybe you start him or as a bi-week starter or something or a fill in for an injury and you run into uh two or three games where he gets a sack then you know you're not missing those tackle points but I just kind of own him in a lot of places. He's one player that I just always seem to end up with.
0: Yeah. The last few years I've picked him up off waivers here and there, especially like say injuries or, you know, bye weeks. And he's good for a sack or two. I mean, that, that's, that's it. He's a good, uh, good pickup for a week or so. Uh, A lot of times I'll drop him back on the waivers, pick him back up again later on. I mean, it's, He's always out there, and he seems pretty steady. Right.
1: Um, The Tennessee Titans and safety Kevin Byard agreed to a restructure deal. So if you're a Titans fan and you live around, you've been listening to the radio, that was kind of early in Rand Carthon's first year, right, earlier in this uh, offseason. season. Rumors started flying around that Tennessee was asking Kevin Byard to take a pay cut, and, you know, things might get ugly if it didn't, and then there was just silence forever. So it was kind of a weird thing. Um, but I think Tennessee and Vrabel, man, they know if they, if they would have let him go or traded him because he didn't want to restructure or, you know, whatever, man. They, they would have probably burnt Nashville down. He's that, I mean, he's that loved down there.
0: Well, he's the other thing is, too. I think he took that pay cut to uh, get Hopkins signed. I think that was the, the big push to uh, clear yep, the Exactly.
1: It's that was going to be my next thing, yeah. Which they desperately needed, right? They had to have Hopkins.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, I think, it's, you know,
1: back to back. Oh, go ahead.
0: Yeah, before Hopkins signed, I seen uh, Mike Vrabel was the leading touchdown receiver on the Titans team. I mean, that's that's where we were.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) right. (laughs) And uh, if you getting back to uh, Byard here, he may have had maybe his second or third best overall season last year. I mean, I guess it depends on how you look at it. But he had the second most tackles, one hundred and eight. Uh, second most solo, 69. Right, so that's there's your bonus points, you know, because he's getting a lot of solos. But he had four interceptions, six pass deflections. Now, but that's it. He get he always gets the interceptions, right? So he's at his rookie year he had zero. Then he went eight, four, five, one, five, four. I mean he's always around the ball. He always makes a lot of tackles, you know, when they don't take him out of his role. Which he played last year, the year before, they kind of moved him around, right? And he only had eighty-eight tackles. So if they leave him as the free safety and kind of let him do his thing, yeah, he plays more like a strong safety, but that's where he gives you more value. So right. now they got a Monty Hooker back there to help him. So I think they've well, got two good safeties now where they don't have to move him. So but yeah, fancy wise, this is great if you own him at fancy leagues.
0: Yeah, he never misses tackles. He has a very low miss tackle rate, never missed a game. Yeah. You can't ask for more than that. Availability and and low miss tackles.
1: Right, and he's good in the community, right? You never hear him getting in trouble or doing bad things, any of that. So, I mean, it's it's the full gamut, right? Plus the fans loving, you know, he's a favorite, probably my favorite Titan. You know, I know Henry's right there with him, but on this roster, it's it's been fired, man, because he's so good. But yeah, his his uh, solo tackle rate was for his career is sixty nine, right? So that's a just a tad lower than I like, because I like it close to seventy five. I think if that's where you're at, then you're doing pretty good, right? But he gets so many big plays with the uh, the tackles and then the interceptions. So, but I'm glad they resigned him though, because. If they didn't have him, that team was going to look. Oh, man. Yeah, he covers up a lot of stuff that people don't see, man. I'm telling you, he's that good. Um, Detroit Lions safety. C.J. Gardner Johnson was carted off the field with a non-contact injury, but we since updated this. No structural damage, and it's considered day-to-day. So
0: even though it's a little scary, right? Um, yeah, that was the first big scare of camps, I guess, since they've kicked off. That yeah. was the big one. Um, uh, yeah, he was able to walk away and, uh, you know, no structural damage, couldn't ask for better.
1: Crap, yeah, I agree. Um, San Francisco's 49ers defense fan Nick Bosa is not expected to attend camp until his contract negotiations are uh, get done or you know whatever they're doing so Ugh. that's like I said it's it's still early right we're just now getting started so no room to panic yet I think if we're still two and a half weeks into this or two weeks now. I think you might get a little concerned, but surely they'll get him down, I would imagine what you think.
0: Yeah, I mean right now he's expected to make like eighteen million this year, which is the final year of his rookie contract. Is that right? I think yeah, I think that is right. Yeah, so dude's gonna get paid by somebody.
1: Oh yeah. And they would be crazy to not try to re sign him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Defensive Player of the Year, just a, a complete stud out there. Got to sign him up.
1: Yep. Um, Stay with Defensive end, Minnesota Vikings defense Man. Daniel Hunter is at camp, but not expected to pras- practice until his contract kind of gets resolved. So I'm kind of shocked sure they haven't traded him, to be honest, and maybe that's what they're still waiting on. Um but if not, man, they they have to get him on the field. So they have to do something, I would imagine, to say, hey, okay, you know, what's it going to take to get you to play this year? And do it that way. And then try to trade him before the deadline or whatever. Yeah.
0: Because the if they let time. him go, they ha- they don't
1: have any pass rush up.
0: Yeah, because uh, who was it? it was Darius Smith already got his trade out of there earlier this off season. Yep. And then Hunter's done this before, kind of held out for money, which I believe he got a pretty good contract back then. And that was yes, before right. his neck injury, I wanna say. Mm. Around that time, maybe right after. It's pretty close. Let's see if I can find
1: it real quick. So he got oh my god uh, 2015 is when he was drafted. Resigned him in 18. Then he got, a. it was 2020 when he got re-upped that one. So it was kind of like in between injured years or whatever.
0: Okay. So what's he making right now? Uh that's
1: a good track question. I think that last one they gave him a pretty sizable
0: chunk. I was saying so um, as well. Just curious where he kind of ranks. Let's
1: see. Neil. I wasn't ready for you to ask that, sir. <laughs> I, really
0: right, with all a good point, right? I mean, that's, that's what you want to hear. Well, depending on who's in front of him as to how much, you know, he could argue.
1: Okay. He's on a five year, $72 million contract. Um.
0: So that's about, so, what, $16, 17000000 a year? Yeah,
1: they're kind of stuck with him. Uh, he, can, he doesn't become an unrestricted free agent to 2024, if that's right. So he's got this year. Yeah, so this year and next year. So he's got two years. Okay. But that's still a lot. I mean, but if you're a team that needs a pass rusher, I'd probably trade for him, right? because he's going he's gonna to be gangbusters for you. He's probably going to get you, what, 12, 15 sacks?
0: Yeah, there for a while he was knocking out uh, quite a few tackles there to go with it.
1: Yeah, he's a high tackle guy, so, you know, which is what we want in fantasy, right? If you've got that defensive end, you want one that not only gets sacks, but gets a lot of tackles, too, because you don't see many of them, so.
0: Yeah, Max Crosby, Crosby is probably the best one doing it right now.
1: Oh, yeah, right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, so
0: he's, he's good for a dozen sacks, probably 60 tackles or better.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Just kind of shooting off some averages I'm looking at here. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great production.
1: And if you're a contending team, you know, in the NFL and you trade for him, that's what you're wanting. So I think it's a win win, right?
0: What team do you think would trade for him? If you're trying to trade for
1: him, well, depends on, you know, I don't know. Depends on who you're trading with, I guess.
0: (laughs) Where would you like to see him go?
1: Well, you got to think he wants to play for a contender, right?
0: I I would, yeah.
1: So, I mean, I'm sure that if he hit the market, I, I'm sure there'd be a lot of suitors. I'd have to think that Buffalo probably would be interested, right?
0: Well, those to are usually the teams that don't over. have the money.
1: True. I'm just rattling off teams I can think of right now. Like
0: Tampa the, Bears, the Bears could use one.
1: Oh my God, the Bears! The yeah. Everything.
0: yeah, tell me, tell me any s- defensive line starter, edge rusher on that team right now that you can. Pick up. Uh, yep, they go. Yep, they could use him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and stick it to your division rival. So that wouldn't be a trade because they wouldn't.
0: Yeah, No, trade. they wouldn't do that.
1: So that's out. They wouldn't trade with Green Bay or Detroit. Of course, Detroit don't need him. Um, man. You'd, you'd have to think they would be looking at the AFC, right? So
0: He's still fairly young. He's 28, 29, right. somewhere around there. So, I mean, he's still got plenty plenty of uh, tread there on they, the tires. They could use him.
1: They're not a contender, but they could use him. Right. Houston could use him even though they got Will Anderson. How would that be? Him and Will Anderson.
0: That would be cool.
1: That would be nasty for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, because D'Amico Ryan's, you know, he's wanting an aggressive, fast attacking defensive line. I mean, that's what he's come out and said. Yeah, he
1: was always one of my favorite players.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was a cool tackle
1: machine. Um,
0: got off track. The
1: Seahawks signed Uchenna and Wasu to a three year, $59 million deal. So I guess they're going to have him and Daryl Taylor as their two pass rushers.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good signing for them to, to keep yeah. him
1: underrated. He get back to the nine and a half sacks he had last year.
0: I would say so, but the way, uh, with the way that team is set up, they didn't really lose anybody. Uh, they actually gained right. a little.
1: Yeah, because you're getting Bobby Wagner back in the middle. Right. And you're essentially, you're getting two players back because you're getting Jamal Adams back. Right. That defense could be pretty scary.
0: You're playing the Cardinals twice, playing the Rams twice. Yeah. I mean, those yeah. are... Uh, we all know how Seattle's stat team likes to throw in those extra tackles to anybody, so yeah, I, I think it's yeah. a good deal.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Um. You buying or selling in fantasy leagues?
0: I would buy because he is pretty uh, pretty undervalued right now.
1: Yeah, I've not really looked at what he what it would take to to trade for him, but yeah, my initial thought when I seen that was, you know, that could be a sneaky. In yeah. IDP leagues, if you could get him cheap enough, that'd be a sneaky little play right there, a little pickup, right? As long as you're not trying to expect him to be your DN1 or whatever, edge one.
0: Yeah, you, you can expect like
1: edge three maybe, or even edge two, it'd be okay with. I think that'd be pretty good value right there. I
0: agree. Yeah, he's not going to be Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett, you know, any of those guys, but right. you could do a whole lot worse, I think, at LB or, uh, Edge two or three.
1: Oh yeah, exactly.
0: Mark's like he's, especially being out there with the uh, Chargers for all those years, and then Seattle. He's he's overlooked. So is Taylor. Taylor's very overlooked. Quietly yeah. had a good season.
1: Yeah, I think he had nine and a half sacks last year too. So I think they tied both of them. So yeah, that's if you can get that production out of those two every year. Ooh. Yeah, and surely those. You got, they'll, those, they'll you got those corners and safeties out there. That'd be. I'm you, that defense is going to be scary.
0: If Witherspoon can be anything close to what Woolen is, shutting. I think it know, will be shutting those you down. See, that's
1: that's the difference. I don't think he will. He's not going to be Tariq Woolen, right? Because Woolen's more of the free safety-ish corner, right? Center fielder, you know, doing a little bit of. Every, everything. Which, I mean, Witherspoon will, too, but he's going to be that lockdown, run-defend yeah. game. That's what, you know, his tackles are going to be amazing.
0: Because a I lot of people so. are
1: going to go away from woolen until he proves it, right? So, right. if Witherspoon can't prove that he's that good, they're just going to keep throwing at him. So, I like, I like that, man.
0: Well, if you get those two locking guys down, that gives, you know, Taylor and Wosu plenty of opportunities just those few extra seconds to get more sacks so we're looking at two guys that get sneaky sneakily get what 10 12 sacks each
1: i would think so yeah Yeah. that's going to be a good they were both both at nine and a half last year so they only needed a half a sack to be at double digits so
0: yeah that's that's going to be a good defense that i don't think anybody's really paying attention to
1: yep but I'm like you, they got to get that coverage on the back end because them two boys are going to eat. They're not.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they're
1: not worried about anything else. So, but yeah, I like that. Um, and then our last piece is, which come today, actually, uh, the Dolphins corner Jalen Ramsey suffered a meniscus injury during practice and is going to go un- undergo surgery, expected to miss six to eight weeks. That's a huge blow. So- there.
0: Well, that, that's actually been changed, so that was the initial injury report ah. that that it was just going to be six to eight weeks from, like, today, if he did it today. Now they're saying it's possible to do a complete meniscus repair, which could go all the way into December. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're looking at big chunk of the year that he may be out. I don't know if they've made an official decision on that or not, but it is not looking good.
1: Yeah, not looking good at all. But he's somebody that I didn't really own a lot of, right? Like he can't.
0: He's expensive.
1: Right. But, I mean, even like as a rookie, I stayed away from him. I, I didn't draft him. So, yeah. unless I got him in maybe a trade somewhere, which is highly unlikely. I don't have just a couple shares, or did. I don't have any of him now. I don't know what league it would be. So, He's just never somebody I've targeted, really.
0: He's one of the few star corners that did produce. A lot of those right. guys just, just don't get thrown at enough. It's That's why I can't see taking somebody like Sauce Gardner high in drafts. He's just not going to get thrown at enough to justify his draft capital in fantasy. Right. Yeah,
1: I completely agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, so while we're kind of talking about defensive backs and safeties, right, that's our topic for tonight, training camp battles. So we got a few here that we are kind of looking at, kind of watching. Um, I think one of these, and I'll try to keep an eye on it, kind of ties into a listener question. So we'll kind of tie those two together. But uh um, before we do that, I want to thank some of our sponsors, myfancyleague.com for fancy and uh for sponsoring our Listener Leagues um, and fan tracks for the Campus to Kent side. But yeah, uh, MyFancyLeague.com, they help us, you know, they compass the fees on these so we can put these together. Um, pretty enjoyable. I like them. So um, go check them out. They're fully customizable. You can do whatever you want with your league, set it up however you want, positions, look, whatever you want to do, They, it's fully customizable, so you can do that. Um, and you can't do that in a lot of other places. So um, we want to thank Trophy Smack for sponsoring us with uh, rings for our league listeners, listener league winners, right? So uh, we're, we're fixing to send those or sent those out. And they're on the way. Um, nice quality stuff. Really heavy, feels good, looks good. Um, and they got more than that. They got belts, plaques, trophies, um, rings, you name it, they've got it. Um, they've even got stuff for losers, so go check them out. Um, So we're looking at training camp battles, right? And our first one is in Kansas City, and we're looking at Brian Cook or Mark, not Mark, Mike Edwards, sorry.
0: Right, so I'm taking the veteran in this one. Mike Edwards, What, been playing with Tampa the last several years? Never been the top priority at safety, but he's always been a very solid guy. Usually puts up pretty good tackles. A safety two, three, somewhere around that range. And Cook, who was a rookie last year, we didn't get to see a whole lot. Well, I'm I'm not sure what's if they're ready to just right,
1: so they so they've got Justin Reed at free safety right so right now our yeah. lads has Cook and Reed with Cook being the strong safety so they've got Edwards as his backup and yeah I could easily see Mike Edwards winning that job but maybe Kansas City wants the young guy right Andy Reed he likes those young guys so and I think Cook played well enough in spots last year. Mm-hmm to show them that they could move on from one uh, Thornhill. Um, yeah. I think I would go with Cook. Just me, if I had to pick between the two.
0: So you're taking the rookie. I think, or, well, think guy, guy, so. second year guy,
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so yeah. Edwards has been around. This will be his... Fifth year. Had a pretty good year last year with Tampa Bay. 82 tackles. Few deflections. Two interceptions. Sack. Nothing too crazy. Uh, But he was kind of that third safety there for a while, was he not? Yes, he was. He played in all
1: 16 games for him, so yeah. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just haven't seen enough of Cook to really know if he is ready enough to take over something like that.
1: And maybe that's why they brought in Edwards, right?
0: Just to kind they of said, push hey, him.
1: Let's see, let's see what the guy's got. Let, he, yeah, mm-hmm. let him push him. And if he falls on his face, guess what? We've got somebody to step right in and feel that, that role. So maybe that's kind of what they're looking at. But In fantasy leagues, I think I'm taking Cook because he's a little younger, right? So and if, if they're right and he does play well, then you've got a young player at a premium position advancing So Now, maybe if you're in redraft like Sean is, uh, I could see that. In, in a redraft, I could see Mike Edwards over Cook.
0: In redrafts, uh, I'm probably going to avoid this for a while. It would have to be a, a, a draft late you know, in training camp or even in the preseason before I would feel comfortable enough to pull the trigger on one of these guys, Uh, which Kansas City safeties since the days of like Eric Berry, they really haven't had a top tier guy. I know Tyron Matthew was there, but he was never just, you know, the number one safety out there. Right. He always felt like a, a solid two, a high two maybe. Never exactly. never a number one safety. So it, it's not a great team to get a safety off of anyway. Redraft wise. Dynasty wise, yeah, I, I could see where Cook would be the, the appeal there with his age and uh like I said, he came in, did pretty good, limited snaps last year. Right. Yep. I agree. Um,
1: New York Jets. So we got Ashton Davis, Adrian Amos, right, is um, on their team. Strong safety. They have
0: Jordan Whitehead. Well, they brought in
1: Chuck Clark, right? Yep. They've got Jordan Whitehead, but they brought in Chuck Clark and he was going to be their starter. I just, he was going, yeah. you know, he got hurt. He's gone for the year. So they have Amos to fill in. Right now, they've got Amos on Whitehead as the starters, with Davis the backup to Amos, um, and nothing, a lot else. Trey Dean, Marcus Waters, a couple of rookies, uh, Tony Adams. But So Davis is basically the backup to both. But I think Davis is better than Amos. And like I said, Chuck Clark was supposed to be that starter, right? right. But I think with him out of the way, or not out of the way, but lost for the season... I like Davis over Amos cuz Amos was never really that good in green bay. So Right. Yeah. I don't know I, if I agree with this.
0: I don't know about Davis. Like he's uh I feel the Jets keep trying to give him that chance to for him just to go get the job, but for some reason it, it just hasn't stuck and I don't know if it's performance or if it's, you know, maybe he's just not grasping the plays right or I know there were some injuries in there as well, but uh, it just seems like he just hasn't grabbed that position and just, you know, held on to it. So I I see why they would have Amos there, but it's not exciting (laughs) at all.
1: Yeah, I think, like you said about the other one a minute ago, I think if I'm having to pick between those two, I'm just avoiding this situation probably altogether, right? Even though I kind of like Davis better, I think I just let this go until somebody – clearly takes
0: it and does it good, I guess. Yeah, fantasy-wise, Whitehead would be the guy I would target. And, you know, he's he's fairly overlooked himself as far as safeties go, and he's good enough for 70, 80 tackles. Uh, oh, yeah. You can, get, you can get him late, you know, redraft, even in uh, Dynasty. He doesn't go very high, so.
1: Crap.
0: Yeah. There's a lot um, of mouths to feed on that defense.
1: Yeah, that's just one. Like I said, I think I'm staying away. You know, if Chuck Clark was healthy in there, he's definitely the one I'm taking. Uh, But with him being hurt, I think I avoid this whole thing until I see something out of somebody, right? So.
0: Yeah, I think I'm with you on that.
1: I just kind of avoid that. But um, up next is New England, which has been. kind of annoying, I guess is the word. <laughs> I was trying to think of the word. Sorry for the long pause, but, you know, they've got Kyle Duggar, who everybody loves, but he's been up, up and down kind of thing. they got Adrian Phillips, the, the veteran that come in, and he's kind of been good in bad. You've got it, Jabril Peppers, the Swiss Army knife. Th- then you had Jalen Mills last year. They've got Duggar and Phillips as the starters with Peppers and Mills behind them, but man, again, probably, well, I wouldn't say one that I'm completely avoiding, but I think I like Duggar the best out of the group because of the big playability, but ooh, I'm not trusting him as a true safety one. I don't think I'd trust any of them as a true safety one. I think late second safety two you know safety
0: two tier yeah at I best there's
1: good value with him there but anything about that i don't think i would if
0: uh that's agree. that's I the mean, thing you like better oh, no, i don't know i i avoid just about the entire patriots defense outside of like Matt Judon, and i will take juwan bentley you know later as a linebacker three or four but as far as your safeties go on this team it's like any other position on this team. We have no idea what Belichick's gonna do. We have no idea who's gonna start from week to week. Phillips has been good in the past, but I mean he's he's in the twilight of his career, I'd say, between injuries and just age. Uh yeah. Duggar is over drafted in redrafts. Even in Dynasty, he's overpriced because of the production that you actually do get. I mean the talent's there. But as far as, you know, the way Belichick schemes his defense week to week and the actual production you get, it's hard to trust Duggar as, like you say, any more than a a low-end two.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Man, I don't – yeah, low-end two I think is kind of what I said. So, yeah, I think that's the best you can shoot for really.
0: I couldn't take him in the top 10, 12 and feel comfortable that he's going to produce that kind of, you know, uh, value even. And, uh, now if I got him as my third or fourth, yeah, I'll, I'll take a shot then, but he, he never makes it that far. Yeah.
1: He's yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I agree with you. On to say, <laughs> but yeah. um, can't make it uh, Green greenback. So they got Rudy Ford and Jonathan Owens, who comes over from Houston, right? Um, they've got Darnell Savage, uh, they got Tavarius Moore, who come over from San Francisco. Then they've got a couple of young guys, but um, so they've got Savage and Ford as the starters, with That's Owens just- the backup to Ford.
0: So looking today this morning, it was Ford who started next to Savage. And uh I just don't
1: think Rudy Ford is that damn good. There's a is, reason for anybody let him go.
0: Is Owens that good either? You know, it's uh Owens had one he's good year.
1: Yeah, but he's better than Rudy Ford. I mean
0: I'll agree with that. <laughs> I do agree with that. I mean, damn. I I expect Owens to to eventually, take that over. I assume because Ford has been in that defense a little longer, he's getting first crack, but it's uh, man, the Packers safeties just haven't been much for right. production in the last several years. That goes back to, to Amos and uh, and then Savage there, too. It's, I mean, they're solid, what safety three, fours, maybe,
1: yeah, but, threes. I'd be okay with, I think.
0: All right, but I mean, that's It's been kind of stale there for years. There's been no playmakers outside of uh, Woodson, you know, Hall of Famer there, but maybe Clint Dix a long time ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's been a while back. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, Getting old. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, Cincinnati, the Bengals, right? And they had their own big scare today with Burrow, right? Um, Yeah. That scared more than them. That scared 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 the entire
0: Twitter universe. (laughs) 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 There was mass panic everywhere. Twitter was going off.
1: Yes, yes it was. It was... uh, You better mute it. (laughs) Is all I can tell you. But but here's the thing. They lost their safeties, right? Von Bell, they let leave in free agency. He was kind of aging, right? Still very good, very productive, but kind of getting older. Then you had the whole Jesse Bates thing, right? He was their young superstar and kind of held out, and that kind of soured, right? That relationship never recovered from that first time that he said, hey, I need more money, right? And he earned it. I mean, through the first two years, he had earned it, so he's gone, is my point. Both of those are now, both of them are now gone. They drafted... Dax Hill, Daxton Hill last year, so he's projected to be the strong this year. They brought in Nick Scott through free agency from the Rams. He's projected to be the starting free safety. Well, they also drafted Tyson Anderson last year, who's a really good safety, um, which gives them some good depth, by the way, because they also drafted Jordan Battle this year. Maybe because Battle's a rookie and they want to take it slow with him and make sure he learns the right way, right? You go Daxton Hill and Nick Scott. But if you're going on pure upside, if you're Cincinnati, I'm taking Jordan Battle over Nick Scott any day of the week. I'll start two strong safeties. I'll start Hill because Hill can do anything. So, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Nick Scott, you know, this is what his fifth year in the league, I want to say. And last year was the first time he was a starter or, you know, for the whole season. Uh, I think a lot of that had to do with injuries with uh, Jordan Fuller and Taylor, Taylor Rapp. Rapp was in there rotating around too. So it was more or less he got the opportunity because everybody in front of him was gone.
1: Rapp. So I see him as hey. just a guy.
0: Yep. He didn't come across as anything, you know, special. Uh, battle, on the other hand, looks really good.
1: Yeah, and he's looked good from his time in Alabama, right? I mean, that's been the whole, the whole thing. And I think if you're basing it on just pure talent alone, then I think you need to have heel and Battle in there. I just mm-hmm. don't. I mean, Scott's more veteran leadership, I guess, for you. Um,
0: Well, you can make the argument there that, you know, this is his first year in that system as well. So, yeah, he knows, you know, the NFL side a little better. But I'm with you. Put put the young guy in there. He's got the upside. He's got the talent.
1: That's what I think, too.
0: Yeah, just, you know, uh, and go through the rookie pains with him.
1: Yep. Um, up next is the Detroit Lions, right? So this was a confusion, um, because when you look at their roster, they had Kobe Joseph, Kirby Joseph, who they drafted last year, right? The super rookie that did so good that everybody loved. So they got him. Then they've got veteran Tracy Walker, right? Who's still there. Then you've got. Um, Brandon Joseph, a rookie out of Notre Dame, who you brought in. You've got um, Brian Branch, who you drafted this year. Walker and Joseph are your starters. But you've also got C.J. Gardner-Johnson, right, who was a safety corner deal. They've got him listed as the starting nickel. But you turn around and you draft Brian Branch, which fancy community hated that, right? Yes. (laughs) So, but I still love Branch in Detroit in that role. Walker could be out of there after this year. So, if that's the case, you know, Walker could be gone. Joe Gardner Johnson steps over into that strong role, and then you still got Brian Branch as your nickel. So, I can see it down the road a little bit. But if you're wanting a rookie this year, it kind of, (laughs) kind of tough to swallow that right there a little bit.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely killed his value instantly when he was drafted. I mean, he's still going pretty high at rookie drafts, but uh, yeah, so Gardner, Johnson, and Brian Branch are basically the same guy. Right. And Tracy Walker, if I'm not mistaken, he's still recovering from an Achilles injury. Yes. So there's a chance he doesn't fully recover from that i know that that's a tough injury to come back from i don't know what his expected return date is if he's expected to you know come back soon or beginning of the season or if it's going to linger on or not so that would be a deciding factor there too I, right.
1: and, which i'll kind of make sense and and this is a one of our listener questions from random philly I've of reddit he wanted to know which detroit line safety would you want for this season, um, Oof. for this season, I think I go Joseph. Kirby Joseph. Yeah, yeah, you go Kirby Joseph because you know he was a rookie last year, you saw what he done last year. I think he can do better than that this year. Another year in the mm-hmm. system, all that, right? Really perfect fit for uh Mike Campbell's defense. I love that. Um. But if you're looking dynasty wise, but this year Joseph. But dynasty wise, I'm kind of still Joseph. But I like Brown Branch because I think Walker could be gone, whether it's injury or contract. Right. I think he could be going, and, and Gardner Johnson moves over, and Branch moves up. So Joseph now, Branch long term. Uh, you're just gonna have to be patient.
0: Well, with that Is injury scare, you are or. With that injury uh, scare what yesterday, I, I thought this thing was going to solve itself. But uh, <laughs> right, yeah, Gardner Johnson. You know, I guess he's going to be okay. Man, like I say, I, I think the the biggest uh, points to wait for here is is Walker's availability this year. Uh, we know Gardner Johnson. He's been a slot guy. I mean that that's that's his thing. It's you know blitzing it's playing up near the line he can cover he can do all that and that's exactly what branch can do so i i feel like branch has got to take the back seat to him right i would think so yeah and yeah like i said joseph i mean he he won over campbell last year uh he's everything he wants in a player walker's always been kind of the guy that that's hung around but it was never you know just super wanted <laughs> i guess uh that's what i'm trying to say it, it feels like every coaching staff that's been there before campbell was kind of looking at trying to push him out uh who wasn't there matt patricia you know he benched him out of nowhere yeah. <laughs> uh, right. that was a weird ride there for a year or two and uh It's, I don't know. Would you kick either one of those outside instead of putting Joseph
1: and
0: uh, no, no, uh, branch or oh, sorry, uh, Gardner Johnson? Would you keep them strictly in that slot, kind of star nickel I would roll move or? Johnson
1: inside? I think
0: maybe putting him in as more of a linebacker.
1: No, I, you know, if. Well, if Walker's gone, you move him in his spot, right?
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, So I
1: think what they're going to do, if they don't do, you know, if Walker's good and plays this year, then I think you've got Gardner Johnson in that nickel slot with Walker and Joseph back. But I think they like Branch well enough. I think he's going to see some snaps, maybe a little bit of everywhere, right?
0: So somebody's got to come I out for I don't know him if it'll be a snaps. lot.
1: Maybe it's like a rotation thing, right? Maybe he gets he's... CJ on a play or two, and he gets Walker on a play or two, and he goes in and gets Kirby for three or four, you know, whatever the split is. Right. They drafted him, what, third round? Is that right?
0: Whoa. Or was it second? I think it was third. I think it was third.
1: But anyway, I mean, that's not like they. they wasted a pick on him, right? No, he was the second. So, yeah, second. Yeah, that is right. So, yeah, they drafted him kind of early, right? So, they expect him to play. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit of a rotation. I don't think he makes a major impact to the other guys' playing time unless they get hurt or something. But I think he's going to have a a good package where he gets a, a decent amount of plays. Probably not looking good for fantasy this year. Mm-hmm. unless you play and he maybe in best and he has a lucky week right um, or not lucky right. week but has a breakout week or something dynasty I like him redraft I think I would avoid him so you know if I'm a redraft I'm taking Kirby Joseph and I can't I'm not really worried about the others
0: I'm not even sure if I'm 100% sure on Kirby Joseph in redraft he's probably is the one I would take uh, you know, I haven't yeah, seen that's... either practice things about that as to you know we've seen the news with Gardner Johnson getting injured, but I didn't see where he was on the field as far as his lineup.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. I've been kind of busy the last few days, so I wasn't really. Say. I didn't get to see on that, but um, that's definitely a camp battle we're watching, right? I mean, because you got more. You got more nails than you got holes, and you got to figure out what to do with them. So that's definitely a, a camp battle I'm watching for sure. Um, so, to answer, we answered his question. Thank you for that. Um, Chargers, real quick. So they have Alohi Gilliam, Gilman, and you have JT Woods. JT Woods is a bigger dude, see, roughly what, 6'2, 211, 210, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there's any way he gets starts over Gilman, right? I mean, Gilman, this will be his uh, fourth year in the league, right? Played pretty good the last two years, 42 tackles and 58 last year, so he's pretty good there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see there's any way that Wood starts over him. I just, I don't see it. And neither one of them starting over Derwin James. That's why we're having this little debate. So you go no, with Gilman, who's had some experience, or you go with Woods, who's only played a handful of plays. I'm avoiding that like the plague on Woods' side. I'm going with Gilman.
0: 100% Gilman. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm with you. That was, uh, that's one of them I've seen come up a lot as a camp battle. Yeah, I just – I don't know. Other than just the size of Woods, there's not a lot going for him.
1: Right. So, he's he's much bigger than Gilman. Gilman's only 5'10", 201. So, Woods is – I'm pretty sure it's 6'2", whatever it is, 212. So, he's, he's a much bigger player, right? But he's nowhere near experienced. Right. I think he's the backup. I think it's Gilman's to lose. And playing with Derwin, he can help cover up a lot of stuff. So um, if you're in the market for a Charger safety and you can't get um, Derwin James, I don't know that I hate Gilman as a safety four or five. Right, If you've got a couple of really good safeties, maybe three good safeties, and you can get him as your fourth or fifth, I'd kind of be in on that because he's going to get a ton of looks.
0: Would you be comfortable taking him in uh, in Dynasty, or would you just kind of pass?
1: In Dynasty, well, he's only 25,
0: right? Yeah. Right. Twenty twenty six
1: 26 in September, so he's a young player. He's playing beside a stud unless injury or contract gets in the way of that with Derwin James. So he's right. got somebody showing the position, how to do it right, and how to excel at it. He wasn't bad last year, right? I mean, he – one of the knocks was he had a high missed tackle rate, but last year he was among the elite. He had 4.9% missed tackle rate after being at 12 and a half the first two years. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so that shows me he's learning, game. right? Yeah. that shows me there's improvement. He's learning. It's, it would just be hard for me to have Woods there. I mean, there, cause he's even less experienced and even less playing time. So I get the bigger size, but you don't really need a bigger size safety when you've got Derwin James out there hitting you like a linebacker. So
0: That feels like another low production position there on that team. Yeah. Again, a lot of mouths to feed with Derwin, uh, Kendricks. Then you got Mack and Bosa up front. Then you got uh, Joseph Day. You got some other defensive tackles hanging around there. Right, but you're not
1: dropping the you're not dropping them. Derwin's the head of the table, right? You know, oh yeah. No matter who you got, maybe Bosa and Matt kind of get a similar share because they're pass rushers. But
0: I mean, you I can't
1: hate him as an LB four. I mean, as a safety four. I didn't mean to say LB safety four. I wouldn't hate him as a safety four if you can get him at the right price, You know,
0: right? Um, I would imagine that price cannot be high.
1: Exactly. I mean, I think if you're having to spend a draft pick on him in a trade, yeah, I'm probably not doing that. But if you can pick him up off waivers for free, sure. I'll I'll take that game. I'll I'll roll the dice on that. Um, We have one more here, which is the Carolina Panthers. Um, And of course they have the superstar Jeremy Chin well, at least in his rookie year for fantasy managers. um, There's been all kinds of... I don't even know what here, right? Um, Chin was their big, strong safety. Had the huge rookie year, kind of fell off last year, or not last year, kind of fell off the year after that, I believe. Then you come in, and he was kind of like a rover, right? Was kind of the deal. His numbers kind of fell off last year in that rover role. Um, so he went from, you know, strong safety, free safety, back to that rover role, and it didn't quite work out. So now this year there was rumors of him maybe playing linebacker, playing closer to the line, and currently they have him as the nickel corner. Which is closer to the line, right? More, you know, more in tune with the run game. Um,
0: kind of that star overhang kind of thing.
1: Exactly, exactly. Because um, your free safeties are going to be Xavier Woods
0: hmm.
1: and Von Bell, who come over from Cincinnati. I, I, we talked about how good Bell was. So, if you've got Bell at safety, strong safety, then it makes sense to move Chin, right? Do you like him as a nickel corner? or, you know, that third safety, big nickel safety, right? Uh, Three safety sets. Do you like him more there, or would you like him more as a linebacker?
0: I would like him more as a linebacker. My fear would be it will turn into an Isaiah Simmons kind of issue where he's moving around too much and not getting you enough production. But if I can guarantee he is up there by that line of scrimmage more, and definitely playing the run and then dropping an into coverage as opposed to constantly in coverage, possibly playing the run here and there. I just feel like Chin's value is with tackles, force fumbles, stuff like that. He, he's not like a huge interception guy. So tackles is his bread and butter. Uh, so the closer I can get him to the line of scrimmage and that kind of linebacker role, the happier I am. Now, he's not a ball hawk, yeah. so it's to have him strictly in the nickel would be – I'm not saying he'd be bad at it. I just don't think you would get the production you would need to justify his draft capital and redraft or dynasty.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Yeah, he's
1: – got to think his production comes back up a little bit this year. After having 117 and 107 the first two, he dropped off to 70. So, you would think his – just I moving a little closer to that nickel corner linebacker role, his numbers are going to go back up a
0: little bit. He was injured some last year also.
1: Yeah, he only played 11 games.
0: So, okay.
1: yeah, I uh, missed the, what, last six. So, I, I guess if you – that's, what, six – almost six and a half. So That's, yeah, that's he out of
0: 100. tackles. Definitely.
1: yeah that's right that's pretty close I don't know I, I don't know that I like him in that nickel spot right
0: so yeah that's that's where I'm at like I say that was but, what Isaiah Simmons being through.
1: in that nickel spot allows him to be more like his rookie year right when he was playing strong safety free safety uh down in the box as a linebacker and he was doing everything right and he had the uh, he had the interception, he had the two forced fumbles, and he returned both of them for touchdowns. And mm-hmm. he had the uh he had the sack and the high tackle numbers. I think being in that nickel slot or nickel corner gives him that option to be flashy again, right? The big splash plays. You put him at linebacker, I think it's kind of just like being at safety, you kind of handcuff him a little bit. Just kind
0: of my thought on it. Uh, yeah, I don't know uh, what the Panthers have uh, planned for him. Uh, like I say, we kept hearing linebacker. In fact, sleeper, if you play on there, they have him dual position as linebacker and defensive back. But you say, uh, where was that? Uh, what depth chart are you using? Is it hour lads? Um,
1: yeah, our lads, yeah
0: and they got him at nickel, I mean, that's, yep. that's tough to say right now. He's yep, definitely gonna not going to be top safety, you know, a, a, a traditional safety. He's definitely not going to be there.
1: Right. Yep, I would agree on that. But I think now that people are a little bit soured on him, if that makes sense, even though he was having a good year last year,
0: yeah, his pace I think, was maybe, I think
1: maybe you could get him at a decent value right now. You'd have to do it before the season starts and all this hype right. goes or whatever. But if you could do it within the next week, if you yeah. could pull off a trade for him in the next week, I think you could get him at a pretty decent value.
0: What do you think you would trade for him right now with some of that uncertainty going on with what his actual role will be? What would you if be willing to risk?
1: If I really needed a safety, like really needed one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'd probably give you a third one. I'm talking, you know, you're starting, what, four or five safeties. Um, maybe you've got somebody who gets hurt, you know, whoever. Yeah. And I needed a safety. I, I, I needed a tier one safety. I'd probably give up a third for him if it's a draft pick for him. You know, if you got some uh, something else involved, then I'm kind of avoiding that.
0: But right. You wouldn't drag for him? I mean, I probably would. I mean, we've seen what he can do. Right. I just – I just want more assurance that he is gonna be up around that line of scrimmage and not just back in coverage a whole lot, which you know, nickel corner, linebacker, it's probably not a whole lot of difference there. And you could run some more blitzes in from there. Right. With a full head of steam without having to, you know, bust up through the middle or completely go around some blockers. Uh yeah, I'd say a third's pretty pretty good. Um I'm just trying to figure out if if you were doing a startup right now, where would you be willing to draft him as far as safeties go?
1: Like the tier of safety or like the round of the draft?
0: We'll, we'll do tiers. Is he a tier two guy? I
1: think so.
0: You still, still good with that? Okay.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, I get what you're saying. There's some uncertainty, right?
0: Yeah, it's not a lot. It's just you know. But I, whole, and, and that, that was kind of room. my
1: point. Is if they're putting him at that nickel corner, they want him to be the flashy guy that he was his rookie year, right? If they move him to a linebacker, they want him to be what he was year two and part of year last year, right? That right. Consistent dude, but I think moving him out. You know if, now that you got Von Bell, it kind of makes sense, right? Let Von Bell be the, the dude back there and put him out here and let him make plays. I hate to say this, Palomu esque, if that makes yeah. sense. Kind of, yeah,
0: I, yeah, I see what you're saying there. I'm not I saying mean,
1: he's that good, but I think that's kind of the
0: lack of a made. better term, yeah. If that's, yeah, right, they kind of do all be everywhere,
1: yeah, jack of all trades guy. So yeah. I think that's the thought. And I'm okay with that, I guess. If
0: if I know that's what I'm gonna get, I give you a third for him. Well, it's a new
1: coaching
0: staff. Yeah. Oh. So I feel that kind of mucks it up just a little bit. With Frankie yeah. Louvu's uncertainty, you know, is he gonna be uh just a straight up edge rusher? Is he's you know gonna play more of a linebacker? You know, where is he gonna fit into that as well? That whole defense is kind of moving and uh yeah. Well, we definitely got to see that's a camp battle to watch just to figure out where chin is going to be it's not really a battle it's more of a a role we're looking for here a defining role
1: yeah um that kind of does it for our camp battles um we got a few listener questions that we'll get to but yeah, I don't know what you want to do next week. Uh, we did, what, linebackers last week? Um, yes. Safeties today, do you want to do, like, I don't know how you want to break it up. Do you want to do, well, we already broke up D-back. So, do you want to do defensive ends next, edge, and then we can do D-tackles or corners as a group or whatever? But
0: Yeah, we can look at those because I don't know how many actual battles we got going on. Yeah, You know, just as far as strictly edge would go.
1: Right. I think there's a few. We could look at it, but we'll see. Um, Our listener questions, thank you so much for sending these in. Reddit, Facebook, you know, Twitter, wherever you follow us at, we thank you for that. So we answered the first one a minute ago, random Philly guy, and he was asking about the Detroit line safety. Who would you want for this season? Joseph was our answer. Uh, But our next question comes from Reddit as well. And it's Maximum Examination 1. And he's got a little bit of text here. I think it's too early to see the third through fifth round rookies that beat out incumbents, right? Um, And he's talking about these training camp battles that's going on. He said he kind of likes New England's Marte Mapu my thought is, is he going to be a linebacker or safety? So you, I would avoid that for now. And then he said, Brian Branch of the Lions, first safety is probably high. Um, Jamie Robinson, if Jeremy Chin is more big nickel or both see the field. I don't know that Robinson is going to see the field down there in Carolina. I mean, we yeah, just talked about Von Bell, Jeremy Chin, and Xavier Woods. I like the thought, but that's not going to happen in, this year. Um. He's got a lot here. Chris Smith in, in Vegas. I like that one as well. Antonio Johnson, if he can beat out Ray Sean. Love Cisco. Yes, I love Cisco too. I do like Johnson down there in um, Jacksonville over Jennings because he's a little younger, right? Uh, Sidney Brown at the Eagles. Love that. Um, Carmelo Camarillo, corny on Kansas City. Uh, we kind of talked about Kansas City earlier. Uh, so I don't know that he's an option right now. Uh Brandon Hill, if he wins the Tex if he wins, Texans suck. <laughs> right. So I guess he's, you know, reading camp news and stuff, his question is looking for a nickel safety player looking for a nickel safety player that's gonna see the field this year. So
0: are we looking at strictly rookies here or just or in- not
1: rookies, just players. Sorry. I meant to say just you know, nickel safety players that are going to see the field this year. I think a player like for Tennessee, for instance, um, McCreary, Roger McCreary, with Hooker and Byard, I think he's that third safety nickelback type player. So I kind of like him. Um,
0: Anybody you have? I mean, (laughs) If we're going just from that nickel, we just talked about Jeremy Chin being that spot. Um,
1: right
0: now, with I
1: think he's talking about rookies because that's where he started his his thing with um, rookies.
0: Yeah, that's why I was asking because he, he just yeah. Sorry,
1: I misunderstood what you're saying. There. Um, all right, that is tough. I mean, with I think Sydney Brown would be the top option in Philly, right?
0: Right. Uh, Is he going to be that nickel kind of guy? Is he going to just straight up win that uh, position? Because who's he got to beat out? Reed Blankenship?
1: I think they have Blankenship as a starter. The last I seen, let me get over here. Um, So, yeah, their starters would be Reed Blankenship at free safety, Terrell Edmonds at strong safety, coming over from Pittsburgh. That's what I thought. So, and you draft Sidney Brown, you got Kayvon Wallace, but I ain't worried about him. I think Brown takes over Edmonds if it's true competition and they let him compete. Sidney Brown is way better than Terrell Edmonds,
0: he's so way better than both those guys.
1: He is, but I think Blankenship excels as a free safety. So, and I think he's better than Edmonds. I think Edmonds is the third best one of those three. So,
0: I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah.
1: So, if it's me, you know, you kick Edmonds to a backup role and put Brown in, and him and Blankenship let them roll, right? You've got a good pass rush. you got decent linebackers. So.
0: so, let's go to the 49ers on this question with uh, who they, Jair Brown. Is that who they got? Yes. So, they're looking at running several, you know, three safety kind of schemes out there.
1: Well, you're not taking Hufanga off the field because he's your Palamalu, right? Your Ed Reed, your whoever. Um, Tayshaun Gibson is your free safety. I was never crazy about him. You have George Odom, a veteran. uh, Really solid veteran. Good backup, but he's nothing special. Mm -hmm. And then you got Jair Brown, and they have Brown as the backup to Hufanga. I don't know that I wouldn't put Hufanga and Brown together.
0: Well, that's... That's where I'm thinking maybe that uh, they do run a a three safety look, which I don't know. Well, they do
1: have Isaiah Oliver who come over from Tampa, right? The corner slash hybrid safety a little bit. They've got him in the nickel. They got him in the nickel spot. So
0: yeah, I forgot about him. So we're thinking that.
1: I Mm. I would take Brown over Gibson. Hufanga, Brown, and Oliver. That's who they need to start.
0: Then you got what Ward and Lenore as the starting corners. So who they got listed?
1: Yeah, Javarius Ward and
0: Dore or whatever.
1: Diamond Lenore, yeah. Who's a good player? So yeah, I, I'd be okay. Nick. You got a good pass rush. You got, you know, good linebacker. You got great linebackers. So
0: yeah, that that's a good defense, top to bottom. Assuming you know something wild doesn't happen and Bosa misses sits out of season i don't see that happening but
1: i don't either it's you know like i said don't freak out it's it's training camp battles truly right players battling the GMs. Hey, if you don't pay me what i want i'm holding out and we're not paying you that you can sit out and but usually most of these get done because both realize hey this is pretty important right so right um Looking for nickel safety players to see the field, and if you're, ta- I think if you're talking about rookies, we kind of talked about some of them. I think Brian Branch as as a nickel safety, I think he's your best bet. Um, this year, so though? I think they're going to. Yeah, I think so. As a nickel, yeah, because I don't see. I mean, Chris Smith could be interesting, but Brown's going to be. He's not going to play the nickel. I wouldn't think he's going to play one of the two traditional spots the strong safety most likely so
0: branch going to get enough start to justify that you know over gardner johnson that's true. what we were saying earlier unless you know that's assuming walker is healthy and you know exactly. nobody jumps back at this spot so again walker's holding well, But i'm his also
1: thinking dynasty too you know if you can get past this year then i think walker's going and there you are. You got Johnson and and Branch.
0: So, right, yeah. For this year, it's not looking not looking good on a lot of them.
1: Right, but, yeah.
0: Um, looking forward. And then we, to we got Branch. one
1: more question here, and this one comes from Facebook, and it's uh, Andrew, and he says, "I'm curious about whether you should be getting any New York Giant linebackers not named Bobby Ulrike. I believe that's because the Giants are investing so little into inside the linebacker position, and they might give Xavier McKinney the green dot. He's one of the top safeties to pick up. I'll take your thoughts on that. Oh, man, the Giants. So kind of a lot to unpack there.
0: <laughs> um, well, last cool. year they, they drafted Darian Beavers and Micah McFadden. Is that right yes beavers yep. was winning that battle for that lb2 spot until he got hurt missed the entire season so yes. everything i've seen he is fully healthy he's ready to go and he is looking just as good this year so far as he did last year i think he takes that back and is your lb2 but i don't know that the giants will use two linebackers enough to get him, you know, significant production over the whole year. But he is the one I would look at outside of Ogurikaya. Yeah, Oguerique.
1: take over recap. I like Beavers, but I, I've got to see him do it, right? I, I get everything you just right, said, right. but I'll take McFadden, right? Because uh, when Beavers couldn't do it and wasn't available,
0: mm-hmm. McFadden, McFadden stepped in. The right? Mix, right. Yeah.
1: So, and he's done well with that. So, is he been great? No. But another year in the system, whatever. So, yeah. And if you're counting outside linebackers as, you know, the edge guys as linebackers, I, I think you draft Ojolari, Aziz Ojolari, and Kayvon Thibodeau. Definitely right. draft all three of those. So, even though Okereke's the lead dog at the fishbowl, or at the watering bowl, right, he's going to get all he wants. But I think the Giants – I just don't think the Giants are good enough – to be a true contender, right? I mean, they got Daniel Jones and Barkley's back for this year and whatever, but
0: Daniel yeah. Jones is limited.
1: <laughs> right. And then you've got Xavier McKinney was the other part of his question. I don't know that McKinney moves up into that linebacker role. I think you leave him at free safety. You've got Bobby McCain, who you brought in. You've got Dane Belton, who's done good for you. Uh,
0: yeah, he's not going to your two safeties.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, you know, to answer your question, yes. I take McFadden, Sean takes Darian Beavers, so that would be a good one I'll have to take note of here. Maybe that's something we revisit part of the way into the season or next season. That um, that'll I be ju- I, For me, mind. I just think I take McFadden over Beavers.
0: Yeah, as far as, uh, what was it, McKinney wearing the green dot, that's – it's not uncommon to have some safeties wearing a green dot.
1: That's exactly what I was about to say. If you follow our friend, Mike Waller, he tracks the green dots, right? And how many times have you heard him talking about a safety wearing the green dot?
0: So yeah. uh, Chuck Clark, that's was not, one
1: yep. It's not necessarily a precursor to green dot is linebacker. It's right. just kind of who can call the defense. The best.
0: Uh, that may change with a there. I mean, he may get it from McKinney, uh, you know, it just wasn't a very good linebacker core there, so I would understand which they were trying to run. You know, three safeties. They had you know Julian Levels there last year, also. So it yep. kind of made sense. Right. So you're not gonna. I don't see three starting safeties there to to be able to do that again this year. Yep, I
1: agree. I completely agree with that. But yeah, I think you. Like I said, you like beavers, I like my fadden, but you take mm-hmm. Thibodeau, you take old Jalari too. Uh, and if you can get old Creaky, you take him too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, that does it for our listener questions. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you for sending those in. If we didn't get your questions, it may have been after we started and I hadn't seen them yet, but we'll try to get those answers for you. Um, as always, we appreciate you sending them in. Please go subscribe, rate, and review. Um, where you listen to podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, you know, wherever you do it, go leave us a review, jump over to idpnation.com, uh, reading mine and Sean's articles, uh, you can leave a review there, you can donate if you wish, uh, you can check out our sponsors, Trophy Smack, MFL, all those guys, um, Action 24-7. Um, and then your YouTube page, we're going to start. We got a page there, so go subscribe there. We're going to start doing some live videos or shows, maybe. So, want to stay tuned for that. But yeah, definitely check out the the hidden gems that Sean has been doing. Good stuff, man. I love those, especially a Java. I was reading that and I was like, man, I'm so glad I got so many shares. In it. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But yeah, you've been killing it with articles, man. Doing a yeah, good man, job.
0: I appreciate that. I appreciate that.
1: And I think you're doing some stuff for IDB guys now?
0: Uh, I'm still working in the, in the back room there for the moment. Uh, but I am supposed to be working on an article soon. Uh, in fact, I probably need to be working on that now.
1: Well, shit, we need to shut up and get off here so you can <laughs> do your thing.
0: Yeah, worst case, they, they fire me. I'll just come crawling back to you. So.
1: Hey, I'd never know you that you were gone, man. <laughs> <laughs> Now you've been doing some good work on the hidden gems. I can't see I can't wait to see who you got next up for me. So but yeah, check those out. I'm still working on the draft things. I'm a little behind, but I'm gonna try to power through and get some of those done. But yeah. Um go listen to us. Subscribe, rate, and review, help us grow, all that good stuff. We'll be back
0: with what position next week. Yeah, I guess we're gonna look at edge rushers, possibly the entire defensive line.
1: Okay. We can do that. We'll, we'll look at edge rushers. See
0: I think there'll there. be
1: enough battles there um, that we can do a show on that, but we'll see. If we have to condense it, we will. So we thank you for listening. Um, appreciate you supporting us. and We'll be back next week.